We are live now with Nick Saka. So really stoked to have you, Nick. I know there's a bunch of people um, that have been probably seeing your stuff on YouTube and really, really excited to have you here on the show. Um, dude, if you want to just take a you know second quickly to just say you know who you are, what you do, you know um, where you're at, uh, those kinds of things, just a quick intro, and then yeah. I'll dive into just getting to know you a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, first and foremost, I'll say that I love what you're doing. We're, we're a cut from the same cloth. We're both uh, insurance agents making a name for ourselves in, in the YouTube, YouTube and social media world. With, and, and we both have the same goal, which is just adding value to people, uh, helping, yeah. helping insurance agents. And, uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but mine's is kind of a little bit by accident. But about myself, I, I'm here in Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada. I uh, was, I started in the insurance industry in very late 2016. So practically 2017. Okay. And prior to my insurance, prior to taking this leap into, uh, into the insurance industry, I was mm -hmm. a banker for seven years. That's right. And mm -hmm. prior to banking, I, you know, I, I, you know, delivered pizzas. I, I worked That's at crazy. Subway. Yeah, I, yeah. And I did, I, I failed at a few of those network marketing businesses too. <laughs> okay. Like, were they like MLMs or what were they? Yeah. Like I did Amway. I think I did prepaid, oh. I did prepaid legal and uh, what else? I think it was. Is it kind of like a Northwestern mutual, like kind of thing? No. Am I on the same track or no, not really? No network marketing. It, it was like the. Their their Amway sold like grocery like items. You oh, know, items. okay, okay, okay. Prepaid legal, prepaid legal was like having a lawyer twenty four seven. But I was like 18, 19 years old. So, <laughs> needless to say, none of those none of those worked out. Uh, was in banking while I got my my degree at UNLV mm -hmm. for about seven oh, years. Nice. While I also finished my uh, my uh, while I finished my degree, that's when I was in banking. And then when I got the degree. I uh -huh. did banking because I wanted to uh, be a business owner, but I had no idea yeah. what kind of business I wanted to have. And sure. I took the leap. My, I had a friend that, uh, that opened up an Allstate office and he was doing really well for himself. And I, and we were, we were um, hanging out at Top Golf, which I couldn't afford at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he invited me. I was too broke. I was like, bro, like I, I don't have $60 for Top Golf, man. <laughs> and he, but I did have a 401k. Oh, nice. From banking that I happened to have at least $25,000 I was contributing to over the years. Wow. Okay. And he told me, you should open up an insurance agency. And I was like, but I've never, I don't have any insurance experience. I've never managed yeah. like that. I, uh, never ran a business before, but so you pulled it out of the 401k. Like, did you take the hit or yeah, I just cashed it out? Um, because Dang. I, at that point in time, dude, like I, I had, I had really no other choice. I, yeah, you know, I was unemployed for like three months. Um, wow. not unemployed, but I tried working with one of my business clients and it just didn't work out Yeah, uh, from banking. And so I cashed out the 401k at the time it only took uh -huh. 25 you know, to open up an all-state office 25 what was it 25,000 25k oh wow Still so a good was, amount of money that was the the capital requirement back then now it's a little bit higher but is it higher wow yeah it's 100 oh, shoot, man. now it's 100k 100 yeah 
Oh my gosh, that's nuts. I would have never been able to do it. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't have if it was 100K, no, no way. Yeah. Um, you know, but I took that leap and that's, here I am. And, yeah. and then about uh, October, 2020, I, I always had this, honestly, dude, I had this goal of starting a YouTube channel like in 2014, but I just oh, never really? did. But I never did. I procrastinated on it. Mm -hmm. And then I finally started that bad boy and insurance yeah. videos insurance videos uh performed the best so that's what i kind of stuck to hmm. and interesting and that's how we found each other yeah yeah i mean i've seen you through several different uh you know facebook groups and yeah obviously youtube instagram dude you're you're on top of it i think you're i'll never forget the the funniest one i think you've done this is good feedback for you too just because like it's always good to hear um the one where you're like wearing the wig and then you're like, you like do the thing where you're like, um, you're yeah. like angry, angry customer or something. Dude, that one always stuck with me. That one's hilarious. That's a great I, one. I need to do more of those. Those are the ones that like go the most viral. <laughs> Dude, that was hilarious. That's a great one. Well, Hey Nick, I want to take it a step back before we like get into all the insurance stuff. Um, what was your childhood like, man? Like, did you grow up in like Vegas or where did you, you know, grow up? What did that look like? And then then you got to like the pizzas and the sales and that stuff. So tell me, yeah. like, take me back, like from the beginning. For sure, for sure, bro. Uh, so I was born in San Diego and oh, nice. my, my parents, uh, you know, split up at some point. My dad has nine mm -hmm. kids, a lot of kids. Oh, dang. And my parents split up and my mom moved out here to Vegas when we were in sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And, you know, early childhood, I, I knew my parents had more kids than they can afford so yeah, <laughs> I, I always took opportunities to, I always took opportunities to, to, um, to work whenever I could, whether it's on the neighbor's yard or uh -huh. my cousin's pizza shop or my uncle's jewelry store, even if it was free, I just took opportunities to work and then move mm -hmm. out here to Vegas. I start working in the cafeteria in middle school because for like 30 bucks a week, um, just because I, I I wanted to make money because I hated seeing my mom struggle. And yeah. so, yeah. Uh, and then I, as soon as I was able to start working, I, I, I got a job at Subway, worked there for like four years. I didn't have yes. that typical like entrepreneurship childhood where I was uh -huh. flipping stuff, like flipping baseball cards or selling candy at school. Yeah. Like, I wasn't <laughs> doing that stuff. I was more so just working every opportunity I could get. That's but awesome. I, but I knew I was like, yeah, I want to be a business owner, man. I hate, yeah. I hated corporate America. And, um, and I think a lot of my drive came from seeing my mom pay with pay for groceries and stuff like that with a credit card. Okay. And me being able to distinguish the difference too, like seeing, I'm like, that's a credit card. And I'm like, that's not money she has. Like, and right. me keep me seeing that often. Sure. It would make me not want to ask her for things like you know mm -hmm. as a kid it's like mom can i have this Action yeah yeah i mean dude that means you're a good kid too you know just just based on that like you just you care about your mom you don't want you know that just you can tell that's like a comes from a good kid you know yeah so yeah soon and and then i always use this example like whenever i wanted a haircut and i couldn't get one yeah like that drove me nuts, man. I'm like, mom, I need a haircut. She's like, you just got one last month. And I'm like, that's last month. Like I need, <laughs> I need a haircut. Like I'm ugly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, 
so, so that's kind yeah. of where my early drive came from. And then I don't okay. know how, but I was just always attracted to success. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Success Magazine had these success CDs in there where yeah. Darren Hardy would interview people. And I just soaked that stuff up. So while I was delivering pizzas for Papa John's mm-hmm. and getting my degree, I was more interested in listening to, you know, John Maxwell on leadership, Brian Tracy on sales. Yeah. Um, this is before Grant Cardone and all them like really popped off, but uh, Tony mm-hmm. Robbins. Yeah. I was listening to Tony Robbins. I illegally burned uh, Tony Robbins sales mastery course. Yeah. And, and I would pop those CDs in while I was delivering pizzas. Like I wasn't in sales. I wasn't in leadership, but I just mm-hmm. love that stuff. And I couldn't wait to be in a position to actually like use that stuff. For sure. For sure. And so then that brought you to like your buddy, right? That, that he kind of had an all state agency or at the top golf. And then that was the moment you were like, okay, I'm going to take the 25 K I'm going to just, you know, send this thing and just, uh, you know, no turning back. Was that pretty much it right there? Or? Yeah, that was pretty much it. And I'll be honest, I think a big reason what gave a big, a big thing that made me comfortable with that decision. Well, first and mm-hmm. foremost, his name is Will. He's the first person I interviewed on my A1 agents. Oh, nice. And we've been family friends for like for years and we worked at Subway together. And okay. then he gets a job at a bank mm-hmm. and then he comes in flashing his commission checks so I'm like, all right, I'm going to work at a bank. And then, so I get a job at, at the same bank. And then he actually, he gets fired from the bank and then oh, shoot. <laughs> fumbles around for a little bit and then fi- uh, opens up an Allstate office. And then I, when I was done with banking, when I was like, I freaking hate this. Um, <sighs> and then he invited me to Top Golf for his sister's birthday. I didn't have money. And he's like, He's like, you should just open up an insurance agency. Like you can do this. Yeah. And I just put my trust in that. Cause I knew I would have his mentorship and he, like he was success. He's been successful in everything that he's ever put his mind to. So I knew I'd have his, his mentorship and kind of guidance. And that was a big piece is for he, me. Like your age or how old is the guy? Yeah. He's only a year older than me. Oh, nice man. Sounds only like a, a year friend. older than me. Yeah. He's, he's one of my best friends and, and, full circle now like the dude's opened up multiple subways and he still has has his (laughs) office so he went um, back to the subway he just like couldn't yeah Yeah. dude good for good for him though you know he got the uh you know opened up his own that's it's legit yeah no he he, he's definitely 10x and i think he's gonna have subways all vegas here in no time dang well shout out to will that's awesome man that's that's uh it's good stuff. Obviously, like, you know, you had to recognize, um, you know, his mentality and you, you, you had to take the leap and do it too. Cause that's not easy, man. I, especially for the audience, like people watching, a lot of them are people just getting going. I'm sure it's very similar to yours, just getting going, um, thinking about getting started. And I think that, that, moment there it's a, it's a crucial moment when you decide to you know really go for it so takes a lot man i think uh that's a great little story to share so thank you and um nick i wanted to ask you now after how many years are you in how many years is it 
um, we just hit our five year. We five hit years? our five year in um, in, <laughs> in November. So five five years in the business and nice. Yeah, it's been an amazing five years. The first couple obviously were were, were challenging, but just yeah. like with anything, you For know, sure. it started. I think the last, you know, um, how long have you been in the an agent for now? Yeah. So I, um, well, my agency has been, um, it's, it's approaching four years in June. It'll be the four year mark. Okay. Um, so we're yeah, right behind you, uh, a year, roughly a year behind. Okay. So, so uh, I, I was just going to tell you that yeah. in the, in, in my five years, the last year and a half, I think we really hit our stride. And yeah. it's really cool for you because I'm pretty sure you're really going to hit a stride right about now. And mm -hmm. and that's when things just start happening really, really fast. And and um, yeah, so five years in the business and and I don't and we're just getting started, man. What, I, I really what do you like, think that was, though, Nick? Like, what's that stride? Like, what was is it just consistency, would you say? Or like, what is it that got that? Because that's honestly a selfish thing for me too. like I want to know. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I think, uh, I, I realized that it was right around our three and a half year mark was right around when, you know, 2020 happened and, you know, we all know yeah. what happened, 2020, yeah. how challenging that was. Um, but I, before that had happened, I mm -hmm. had already hired a bunch of people mm -hmm. and I didn't want to tell them, you know, I'm a lot of people started to kind of downsizing during that time and for us i i just rolled with it i was like you know what i'm not going to tell these people like yeah mind you know i'm just gonna we're gonna keep on moving forward i don't know what's gonna happen but we're gonna keep on moving forward i invested a lot more mm -hmm. uh from uh from a mentorship and from a I i paid my buddy who has a really awesome telemarketing system to come to my office and teach us it nice. and so I think I was just in a position where I, where I said, I don't know about you, but every time I, every time I would grow my agency and I would get complacent in a way, I would get comfortable. I find a way to just put myself through chaos again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not being challenged enough. Way to put it. Not being challenged enough. Let's do something crazy, and then we open our second office, and then yeah. Things start coasting, and then it's like, why did I open my second office? Why the heck did I do this? And then, yeah, <laughs> and then things start smoothing out for the second office, and then I'm like, all right, I'm getting bored. Let's do it again. Third office, let's go. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, I hear you. I feel it. I feel like that's probably a lot of other entrepreneurs and agency owners. I I think it's also just keeps it exciting. You know, like when you hiring a new person and waking up and knowing like you got to train the new guy or like you got to go and you know, there's a new, there's a big account sitting on your desk or like, you're going to open a new office or, you know, we're going to rebrand or whatever chaos that you're creating. I think it just also keeps you excited and keeps you going, you know, at least it for totally me. Does. Yeah. That's a great and way then, to put it. And yeah. I think our team gets to feed off of our excitement, which keeps them excited. Sure. Um, you know, because if they see us get complacent, they're going to get complacent. You know, they're, right. They're cool, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, Nick, I want to dive into a couple other things here. As far as like now, after you know hitting your stride and everything, um, are you in? So I saw you you posted something. Are you in like the top ten of like all state agencies? I may, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if that's like, you know. So no, we this was this was awesome. This literally just happened two days ago. Yeah, we were uh, we were at 
uh, we, I took my whole team to a hockey game because in the last yeah. three months we've hit sales months that we've never hit before. Like yeah. we broke our, we broke our personal best record back to back to back months. Yeah. And, and this month we're working on it, but we lost a person we're rehiring, you know, so I don't know if okay. we're going to break it a fourth time, but anyway, that's aside from the fact Yeah. we're, we're at a, a, a hockey game celebrating those record mm-hmm. months. And I get a message from somebody on, on Instagram, who's an agent in California, I think. And mm-hmm. she says, congratulations. And she shows me, she screenshots me like a top 10 report. And I'm like, what's this? And she's like, this was on gateway, which is like, this was pretty much on, you know, yeah, on all States main page and um, in the West side of the nation. So it's like okay. the, the Western West, region, the Western region. Yeah. Uh, we were eighth in, in premium written uh, in all the West Coast for the month of March. And I was like, holy cow, like, that's cool, Dude, man. Wow. <laughs> like, that's Dude, that's, awesome. Hey, man. Yeah, if, if, you're, if you're able to do it once, you know, you could definitely do it again and you could keep repeating it. And then, Dude, that's that's awesome, man. I just wanted to point that out because I wasn't um, sure if that was like, I wasn't sure exactly what that was. It looked looked like you're, I saw some other big names up there. So I was like, hey, man, that's, uh, if you're in the same category as some of these guys, it's, impressive for sure yeah so. no doubt no doubt about it now there is uh the the entire country is a different story i don't think yeah. i'm nowhere near close <laughs> to there the the entire country there's some big hitters in texas and okay. they've got some fat premiums over there so uh Dang. we've got some work to do before uh we're, we're in the whole nation's category yeah i mean i don't think you're that far off man well um nick what about like your would you say there's any specific marketing strategies sales strategies anything that you think is what differentiates you and putting you into those kind of top you know numbers um or any secret sauce that you guys would say you have in your agency that make differentiates you yeah no great question i would say well two things i think that we've grown our book primarily through through two two things, but three things that are starting to take, um, to, uh, to get a lot of momentum right now. Uh-huh. I've always been an internet lead guy. I was told that okay. hey, you, have to, you have to buy internet leads. And so, but I've always been very conservative with the amount of mm. internet leads I buy, you know, which, can be a, which could be a detriment, like, like meaning that there are times where I should have spent a lot more on internet leads, but I was just sure. too conservative to do it. Yeah. And, and I, so I've always spent what I could afford on internet leads, which isn't a lot. And now I'm proud of how much we're writing because I still don't spend an mm-hmm. exuberant amount of money on internet leads. Like some of the agents across the country do. For sure. For sure. So it's been a mix of, of internet leads, social media and, and, and personal branding and just putting mm-hmm. ourselves out there, uh, you know, asking for referrals, the obvious customer referrals, social media yeah. referrals. And then what we're, what we've been doing a really mm-hmm. good job of lately is building partnerships with mortgage officers, loan officers. That's, that's gold, man. Yeah. That stuff's great. Other insurance offices, a, a few car dealerships. I'm not crazy about car dealership business, yep. but those three things. And when we started working the internet leads properly a year and a half, yes, for three and a half years, I don't uh-huh. think we worked the internet leads properly. Like sure. we would me and my team we would, or not me, but my team would call an internet lead two, maybe three times and be like, ah, it's a bad lead. 
And yeah. that's not how you work internet leads. Like you've got to, you've got to call them like 10 times the first day through different phone numbers, right? Through different phone <laughs> numbers, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and there needs to be a solid process behind working internet leads for, for it to, for you to see results. And I don't think that we really tapped into that until, mm-hmm. uh, until year four. How did you dial that in for yourself, Nick? Was it just like you testing like this? Okay. This worked, this didn't work. Um, or did you get that from someone? Like, how did you come up with that process? Yeah. Yeah. So so with as far as working the internet leads, when I adopted my friend's telemarketing um, system and uh-huh. I, I paid him to come out to my office, his name's Ryan Berglund. Uh, he runs a company, a consulting business called Agency CPR. Okay. And you probably don't hear about him because he's not a social media guy. Yeah. But but he's out here in Vegas and he he was crushing it with Allstate while he was with Allstate. He pivots into farmers and then now he's crushing it at farmers. Wow. I went to his office one time and I just saw what he had going on. And I'm like, dude, it's electric in here. Like there's like, everyone's on the phones. Yeah. And I need this for my office because my, I, my energy in my office is not the same. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I paid him to come out to my office. I never had in-house telemarketers before. I never had telemarketers before. So he put me onto his whole program with telemarketers. So I started hiring telemarketers. Mm-hmm. They, they have a requirement of having 20 transfers minimum a day. And so they're getting people on the phone wow. uh, into a parking lot. And then my sales team is picking up these, mm-hmm. uh, these leads in the parking lot, which allows my sales team to really dial in and focus in on, on um, talking to people, like talk right. time, floating talk people. Time. That's pretty much. Versus like 100, 200 dials. Yes, I require that they have 100 dials. But um, working the internet leads how they're supposed to be worked versus calling them two or three times and mm-hmm. saying, I'm not interested, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, and if you've ever like reviewed your employees work, you'll see someone say, not, not interested, and then they'll hang up and then employee, employee will put in the, the, the leads notes will just say customer hung up, not interested. And in my opinion, that's mm-hmm. not that they're not interested. We just called it a bad time. Call them back three months from now, right? Sure. That's not sure, a bad sure. thing. They just, you, like, I've hung up on people before. That doesn't mean I'm not interested. It just right. means they called me at a bad time. Or they right. did a bad job when they were on the phone. Yeah, yeah. So, like, meaning, like, hey, Chris, this is Nick over at, you know, Farmers. Uh, I got that quote that you requested. Would you be interested in, in going over it with, with me real quick? Like, no, that's not. That's not how you work that lead. Yeah. It's, hey, Chris, I got that quote that you requested. You're still living at 123 Main Street, right? Right. Like, right, that, right. That's appropriate, yeah. right? You know, and, and my buddy taught me little things like. like it's subtle. It's very subtle, huh? Like, it's just like the small shift in the, even the question that you're asking versus like, you, you still want to review this quote? It's like, no, nah, dude, I'm good. I'm busy as hell right now. I can't do it. Versus like, you're still at this street, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm still there. You know, like, I'm still yeah. living there. It's just. Bingo small shifts, small shifts, Assum- assuming even yeah. as little as my, and, and uh, it, this was the best for telemarketing. It's called uh, no HSP, which he calls um, uh, a horseshit pause, <laughs> <laughs> horrible shit pause, which is, oh, I see. if I call you and it goes ring, 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 and you go, hello, you better not be able to count till, till two seconds. You better only get to one second before uh-huh. you go, 
hey nick this is chris over at oh know, i see yeah so if True. it goes two yeah. seconds like that's the notorious telemarketing pause you know what i mean that that if gotcha. somebody calls me right now and i go hello and it goes one two three oh dude yeah hi, hi mr Saka. like click I'm hanging up. What do you think that pause is? What is that? Like, is that just like a delay in the phone you think? Or is that like, people are just like trying to figure out what to say? Like, I think people, it's a combo. Um, I yeah, think yeah. people aren't prepared. I think they're making so many phone calls about that. By the time somebody answers, they're like, Oh yeah. And they're not, and they're not prepared. They're like, Oh, Oh shit. You know? And they're yeah. like, Oh, uh, <laughs> can I speak with, and then you you've lost like, you've yeah, lost. it's probably oh. on a dialer or something. Yeah. Um, Nick, I was going to ask you too, how long did you actually do sales? Are you still doing sales or are you kind of hands off now more of like the training? Um, and like, what's your plan with that? Like, are you trying to get out of it or what do you think? What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I don't sell. I haven't sold. I think last year I sold one policy, which I'm pretty proud of. Wow. <laughs> I okay. One, I sold one policy. Now I still there's certain people that only want to deal with me. Um, and right. like, you know, if it's like, um, like, and I hate to say this, but if it's like high level people where there's sure, like sure, a sure. big relationship, you know, involved, then I'm, I want to do that myself. Right. I want to make sure that I take care of them. Um, but for the most part, like a lot of times, even if I do quote it, mm -hmm. I will and, I, and sell it, I'll give it to my team because I'm like, Hey, close this because I'm just I'm too busy. Like I'm, yeah. I really took that to heart when they say, stop being so busy in your business so you can work on the business, right? Right, right. So yeah, I stopped selling, um, I want to say at least, at least um, year three for sure. No, um, I'll say year four. So like once I was fully three years in, like I totally hands you off. Stopped. Yeah. And, gotcha. and I focused on, on, on working on the business and, um, you know, so, so yeah, I would say about that, but in the beginning, nice. I'll, I'll be honest, it was, it was hard for me to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard for me to let it go. Yeah. The, um, no, I mean, I'm still presently, like I just to tell to let you know, I'm still, I'm still selling actively in my agency and, and I've, I've tried to kind of pull myself out and it's tricky, man. Like I've, uh, especially when the training isn't all there and everything is still kind of kind of coming together like you're gonna have some downtime between like you stopping and everybody being dialed in and and crushing it so that's at least for me that's kind of what i saw i was like oh like <clears throat> i still need to <clears throat> keep you know oxygen pumping into here before i completely let it like you know go for it but um that was yeah it was interesting it's always interesting to know especially successful agencies that are really growing um nick real quick i wanted to ask you because it's a challenge too, because I still find myself struggling with, uh -huh. okay, how, uh, how, how are these phone calls going? And, and me, like, I struggled with that. Like, am I going to still be credible if I try to teach my team how to yeah. sell? I'm not actively selling. Right. And so it's that, it's that, that dynamic, but we've, we figured it out and, um, nice. And I, I, I totally, I, I just observe the activities and, and we listen to phone calls and, and all that stuff. And we're plugged into RPOA. We're plugged into yeah, Craig, it's good stuff. Craig, Craig Wiggins coaching. And, and oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. Nick, what's, um, 
you know, the best piece of advice you've gotten? Is there something that st stood out to you early on or uh, when you got your agency going? Anything you can think of off the top of your head? Or maybe even like a worse piece of advice that you got? Anything that was just like, hey, man, like that, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I would say something that has really helped me is, is not being afraid to, to ask for help you know, nice. um, and there, there were so many days where, where there was a situation, because in the beginning, every situation is different, because it's the uh -huh. first time you're, you're handling a certain situation, a lot of times it's with staff, it's like, mm -hmm. this happened, that happened, and it's like, how do I handle this, and you make good hires, you make bad hires, and, um, and so having a good circle of people that you can reach out to that are dealing with the same stuff as you, mm -hmm. like, you know, like, if, if, if somebody's out there in your market and they find your YouTube channel, yeah. um, not being afraid to try to, to establish a, a solid relationship with you. Um, mm -hmm. So that way they can call you and say like, Chris, I'm going through X, Y, and Z. Like how, how have you gone through this and how did you handle it? Yeah. Uh, so a lot of that, I, I don't know everything. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I always reach out to people like my staff asked me a question till this day. I'm okay with saying, you know what? I'm not hundred percent. It may have changed right now. Let's, yeah. let's, let's find out together. For sure. Reaching out to people. I still have mentors right now. Um, Craig Wiggins is, yeah. Uh, I've got him on speed dial. Anytime I need anything, I, I, I reach out to him. He's, a, um, he's another like successful agent or what does he do? Coaching or. Yeah. yeah Craig, Craig, Craig built a forty million dollar uh, agency, and nice. then he, and then he recently exited um, to focus primarily on his coaching business, Craig Wiggins Coaching. Okay. Uh, well, shoot, man. I mean, he knows a few things, huh? So he's probably that's gonna. He's probably yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's just good, a great, move. Just great, great person. So like, but just not being afraid to 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 reach out to people, man. Because this stuff, yeah. gets, this stuff is totally hard, man. Like it's difficult, yeah, for sure. <laughs> It makes me nervous sometimes, honestly, when people say like, hey, I want to start an agency, you know, like I'm, I'm, I really want to do it. Like I'm super motivated. I saw your videos, stuff like that. And I start to think I'm like, shoot, dude, I don't know if you're down for this stuff. Like, are you like some of this stuff? I'm like over here. I'm, I'm a young guy. I feel like I got energy and I'm I'm going at it hard. And I, sometimes I feel like, dude, like there's ups and downs. It just the lows kind of suck sometimes and it's difficult. So, yeah, man, um, Nick, real quick. Um, I want to be respectful of your time too here. Um, so we usually, I usually close out whenever I do like a quick interview with someone, uh, you know, do you have any go-to quotes for people or even like a, a go-to favorite book that you would recommend either one quote that you live by or something and uh, a book or a book that you would recommend, um, for people to, you know, elevate. Yeah. Um, God, I got so many books and I, uh -huh. I, I just, I do a lot of, uh, I do, I'm, I'm crazy about self-development, man. I just, yeah. upset. I think that's my real passion, right? Um, yeah. is success and, and self-development and I'm just using insurance as my vehicle to be able to talk about that later. Right. Totally. I think that three of my favorite books that are top of my head are, uh, as a man thinketh, um, it's like a short read, 60 pages. And like every sentence in this book is a freaking like quote, like the whole, <laughs> the whole book is highlighted. 
as a man thinketh. <laughs> Second book is is how to win friends and influence people. Even, even though like I I thought that I was good with people until I read that book and I'm like, okay, there there's a science to this. There's a science For to sure. this. There's a science to to people and 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 influence. And then if you think about leadership and building a team, it's just influence. And, and so that that book has has helped me. And then there there's a great leadership book by John Maxwell called uh-huh. uh, Great Leadership Book. And let me make sure I, I, I get it right because it's been a while. Uh, Is it like a purple cover book, maybe or no, no, no. John uh, Maxwell, it sounds familiar. J- John Maxwell, he has a ton of books on leadership, mm-hmm. but this one was probably my favorite, which is good leaders ask great questions. And, and out of all the leadership books that I've read from him, I thought that this one, this one just stuck with me the most. And especially being in a leadership position, when you, when you build a big team mm-hmm. or organization, it's being a good leader is, is necessary. And 100%. So, so I think that that book, uh, it just gets you to think about, about asking more questions um, versus telling people what to do. It's, it's, you're asking people questions. Right. Right. Yeah. That's totally, uh, that's a big part of what we do as advisors too. kind of, um, you know, not only as a leader, but as an advisor, yeah. I think so. Oh, 100%, 100%. Yeah, totally. Well, hey, Nick, um, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Those are, I'm, I wrote a couple of those down. I'm going to check out uh, As a Man Thinketh. That sounds like a good one. Uh, so yeah, I'm that's, excited. But that's, um, my, that's my all-time favorite. Yeah? Okay. I'll definitely check that out. But uh, Nick, that, I don't want to be respectful of your time here too, so um, thank you. Appreciate you being on here. And, uh, where can people find you if they're looking for you on uh, social media? Yeah. Uh, or, in, so, or looking for a quote, man, in Vegas, like where, where are they? Yeah. If you need a quote, hit me up, man. Uh, so you could find me on YouTube, Nicholas Saka, uh, S A K H A. And then on, on Instagram, TikTok, and, uh, Instagram and TikTok, it's Nick exclusive. Nice. I really nice. ought to pivot, pivot, and just have it all in uniform, right? Nicholas Saka, all three, but uh, TikTok and Instagram, Nick exclusive, and then on Facebook, uh, Nicholas Saka as well. Cool, sounds good. Well, yeah, anybody out there watching, make sure to check out Nick. He's uh up and coming. I think you'll be up there, man. No joke. Like I, I, I seriously mean it. I, I uh, you know, when I saw that the top 10, I was like, dude, you're, you're right on your way. You deserve it too. It seems like you're, you're hustling and, um, it seems like you're a great guy too. So, um, stoked to have you on here and hopefully, you know, brought some value to people and they can kind of hear your story and who knows, maybe they'll follow in your footsteps and be the next, you know, Nick Saka in the insurance <laughs> game. So <laughs> well, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate for everything sure. that you're doing uh, for, for the insurance community, man. I th- I see you putting out a lot of content. I see you stepping your game up and I, I really, I've seen your progress from like your early videos to what you're doing now. And, yeah. and you're, you're just doing a great job of documenting your journey, which for makes, sure. which helps, which helps so many people more than you think. So, yeah. Well, thank you, man. That means a lot. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, let's jump over. Um, let's do our thing. The, uh, the A1. So. Yes, sir.